This is Global Bible Study, a World Christianity Project, connecting you to the Word and to the world of God. Hello, in this episode, Pastor Roberto Passos, a master's student in missiology at Brazil Adventist University, is my co-host. And to discuss about a message worth sharing, we welcome Dr. Wagner Kuhn. He is a director of the World Mission Department at Andrews University. Sophie Romain, she is a daughter of missionaries who has lived in several countries in Europe and America. Now she is a teacher in Germany. Fabrice Waterford, he is a social worker from Zurich, Switzerland, and has volunteering experience in England, Austria and Serbia. Welcome to Global Bible Study. This is episode number 12. It's about a message worth sharing. We've been discussing about making friends for God with people from all over the world. It's unbelievable, but it's uh, already episode number 12. And I'm very excited with the guests that we have this time. I'm sure you will enjoy all the different comments and ideas that we're going to share. And I want to start with Dr. Wagner Kuhn, who's joining us from Andrews University, with uh, the question that relates to 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 12, and then the, the verses that follow that one, where we find an expression, and that is present truth. So what is that message that we often refer to as the present truth? How does that relate to what we find in the Bible and what was Peter and the disciples actually proclaiming? Present truth has to do with revelation, has to do with the prophetic voice, has to do with uh, the message of, of a prophet. And in this case, present truth for Peter was the prophecies that have been fulfilled or were fulfilled totally in Jesus. And suddenly they were proclaiming a Jesus that has resurrected, a victorious God in Jesus Christ. The one who has been revealing the glory of the Father, the one who has come to redeem human beings, to, to portray his grace, you know, to bring humans to reconciling uh, themselves with the Father. So th this was present truth, you know, the, the word of the prophecies fulfilled and Christ triumphant over death. Christ that has been enthroned in heaven and now is interceding on our behalf uh, was being proclaimed, a victorious Christ. So Jesus, you know, the gospel of Jesus has become present truth in that moment a moment for the church, a moment for those who are going uh, in the faith and in in uh, in uh, believing or uh, trusting in Jesus to go forward and proclaim His name and proclaim His message. Wow, amazing! So uh, there was something that ha had happened that gave a lot of uh, meaning to their lives. Now they could look forward to uh, something else that was Christ's second coming based on what he was doing uh, in heaven, uh, the, the intercession. And this was the message of salvation in Jesus Christ. This is amazing. Now you started by saying that this has to do with revelation. And I want to ask Fabrice, 
when you think of the book of Revelation in the Bible, you know, what are the first thoughts that come to mind? Uh, do you think of maybe some of the weird animals, beasts, and uh, difficult prophecies? Or can we think also about Jesus and uh, the revelation about himself and the future and so on? Well, actually, what I think about is exactly <laughs> the first option of your question. Um, in my small group, I think we did uh, we did uh, look at Daniel and Revelation for the I don't know how many times we we've been through it, but, but we still go through it and find all the you know the little details and everything. And yeah, yeah sometimes I think we 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 forget to um, look at it from a different angle and look at it kind of as a, as a whole, we, we kind of always dig into those little details and yeah, to, to forget about what, what maybe it should say like in, in a whole. Yeah. How about you, Sophie? How do you relate or how do you see the young people, maybe your friends, uh, relating to the book of Revelation? Um, yeah, I think I can I can say the same as I forgot the other person's name, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think oftentimes it's very mysterious. There are so many symbolic um, things and metaphors, um, but in the end, it's basically just Jesus showing us, hey, I know um, the history of the world. I know how it's going to end. I'm there through it all. And there are some things that you cannot understand. It's maybe another dimension. It's maybe in the future. It's too futuristic for you to understand. So some pictures are very weird for you now, but maybe one day you will understand them. And maybe it's even cool to analyze them right now, even if some things are yeah, seem weird to us right now. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, both of you are speaking from uh, from the European context, and uh, I, I, I'm just curious, you know, how relevant is actually the Bible and especially Revelation to most young people in Europe these days? It, do you see a challenge in connecting with them in that sense, maybe? Um, so I would say it's really hard to give a general answer for this. Of course. Um, I would say it really depends in what kind of um, area you live or even country. There are countries in Europe that are much more, let's say, conservative, even if I don't like the word too much, but um, they're more like uh, really based on the Bible and study the Bible a lot. Um, and then there are also areas where I have friends that have been in church for their whole lives and they barely heard anything about Ellen White or about Revelation, like, and that's crazy. So it really depends, it's really hard to, um, yeah, to give a general answer. Yeah. yeah. Fabrice, uh, in that sense, what would be key to sharing something about the Bible and the book of Revelation? In, in Switzerland, for example, uh, you know, in terms of approaching people and so on and making relevant, uh, relevant, what would you, what would you say? I would say um, one of the most important things is that uh, Revelation isn't supposed to scare you, either. like it actually is supposed to take the fear off of you 
And but I think that's what happened to a lot of um, people I know at my church. People who are afraid of reading the Bible, who are not going to um, seminars and everything uh, when it yeah. is about Revelation because they're just scared of what they read and actually what they heard people say about it because they spoke of it in a way that makes you be afraid of the time and what if I'm not strong enough to to um, you know to to stick with with the Bible and stick with Jesus and stick with God so I think that's the most important thing is to actually make clear and make sure that um, what you want is to show everyone that they are strong enough to to stretch through the, the the end and to um, make sure that they have like the, their little backpack packed to uh, be fully equipped for it. In Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 and 7, we have a big passage that say, Then I saw another angel flying in the middle air, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live in the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment is come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, the sea and the springs of the water. Pastor Dr. Wagner Kuhn, uh, what is the sense of this message following these two verses and how they help us to understand who and we are as Seventh-day Adventists? How important is this verse for us? Well, this, this verse can be you know, explained in, in, a, in a couple of different ways. One is, uh, you know, taking the Bible seriously, revelation of Jesus Christ, revelation of what is the plan of God for a human uh, kind, you know, for humanity, uh, and the issue of who is God. <clears throat> you know, to whom should we uh, bring our loyalties? You know, fear God, obey Him, render your allegiance to God, because there is judgment that is coming. Not because God wants to destroy, but God wants to bring an end to this great war, this great controversy. <clears throat> so in a sense, this is a, a revelation. This is about Jesus Christ at the center of history. This is also about present truth or, you know, revelation being given in its fullest version uh, just before the second coming of Jesus. So in that sense, we have uh, a verse in the heart of Revelation that uh, talks about, all right, line up your allegiances. Try to see with whom you are going to render your own allegiances. And, and God is at the center of this judgment. And the whole earth should know about this. You know, every tribe, every tongue, every people, every... Um, group of person that lives on this on this planet this is for everyone it's interesting that the book of revelation brings this statement you know of, of four things you know tribe language people <coughs> and um, and nation seven times seven times this is repeated it's like a call you know come everyone you have a chance everyone can hear everyone uh, should uh, understand this message about uh, uh, 
the knowledge of God, you know, about what God is trying to to do with uh, with everyone. Even in in you know, politicians, governments, heads of of the states, kings and rulers, everyone. <coughs> you have to understand that this is of ultimate importance. Well, it seems that when we look at it that way then uh, Revelation becomes uh, good news, right? Especially maybe for times like this, uh, when we're facing the pandemic and a lot of people are just questioning about the future. Uh, you see uh, the relevance of that uh, understanding for these days, Dr. Kuhn. Absolutely. This is amazing news because, for example, when we are worried about just surviving, just trying to sanitize ourselves so that we'll not get this virus or that we'll not die and we can prevent this thing, we have a God that rules over everything and He is in control of the nations. You know, we can, we don't need to fear because He is in control. It only depends on my answer, you know, of my attitude towards uh, uh, Jesus and, and, and Christ himself, you know. Hey, listen, God, please accept me. I want to be in your sight. I want to be counted among those who fear you, who revere your name, to worship you, <coughs> and so forth. So this is freeing, you know, this is freeing because we don't need to be afraid of uh, this pandemic, you know, and, and as, as far as I realize, the pandemic will pass, but major uh, things are still to come, and we are going to be in, 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 a, in another crisis, and maybe this other crisis that is coming upon us will be even worse than this pandemic. But when we focus in Jesus in the middle of all of this, you know, God, who is victorious over death, uh, who is there to rescue us, to be in the great judgment besides us, covering us. You know, God is covering us in judgment, so we don't have to, to fear. And that's mm. very uh, freeing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I just add something to the word fear? Because um, oftentimes the word fear is used, uh, fear God. Um, and for a long time, I didn't really know what it meant. And um, so I did a little bit of research. And for me now, when I hear fear God, I think about the word respect, like respect God, honor him. And interestingly, the word um, fear in connection to someone like fear your parents, we find this in the Bible as well, doesn't mean be afraid of your parents, but obey them. So the word um, to fear someone and to obey them is, is actually really closely connected in the Bible or actually interchangeable, which is very interesting because when you think about respecting someone, um, you will also obey him because maybe you think, wow, that's a great person and the way maybe, I don't know, what he says or what he, um, the way he lives is something that I respect that I that I find um, yeah that I look up to and that's why I also want to live like that. So it makes sense to to combine or to to put those words in, in connection. And so yeah. you are so right with this concept, and I thank you for bringing that that up because the fear of God is also synonym with the knowledge of God. 
And, and wisdom in the Bible has to do with the knowledge of God put into practice. And this is where you brought the issue of, uh, or the concept of obeying. If we, if we know God, because we fear him, we know him, the knowledge of God has to do with wisdom in the Bible. And wisdom in the Bible is theology put into practice. It's the knowledge of God put into practice. So we know that we have to fear God in, in, in the sense of respect him and obeying him like you so wisely said. But that has to do with, uh, with uh, uh, obeying him or practicing what he teaches us in words and actions, you know, not only in lip service, but in, in actions as well. So there is no dissonance, you know, like we talk quite a lot about cognitive dissonance. We say something, but we do another thing that is totally different. So thank you, Sophie. That is very, very good. Yes, it is indeed. Uh, now, there is another expression that we find in those verses, and I wanted to, uh, Fabrice, to give give us some insights into what it means to give God glory, to glorify God. I don't, I'm not sure that uh, uh, we use that word in our daily lives and that we, we know exactly what it means to glorify God, to give him glory um, in, in practical ways. Uh, for example, is that, uh, is God requesting, asking that we glorify him because he, uh, he's selfish, for example, uh, or so what would that mean in this context, Fabrice? I think that's a very good question and that we, uh, need to discuss this a lot more in our church because, um, people, come from uh, different backgrounds, people have different stories, and bringing glory to, to something, and especially bringing glory to God, is um, something very um, indi individual for everyone, I think. Um, and I think it's very much uh, in where you, um, yeah, you know, where your thoughts come from, where, where um, it is that you want to be going, and why it is uh, that you're doing something and uh yeah i mean i'm asking this uh myself uh every day because at my job i'm not allowed to um talk to people about god not from not from uh from me if they ask it's okay but i cannot just go to them and tell them hey you know maybe uh try to pray and you know there is a god that um could help you with that and sometimes that's very hard um, especially when I when I read about yeah spread the word and spread mm. the word the the the, uh, the glory and the, and this message, so um, I think uh, yeah this is something I need to th think about more. But I also think um, this is again this is something we all need to ask uh, to think about more and to discuss it because that's something people are very um, fast to, to judge others on, I think. Yeah. The three angels' messages should be announcement to everyone who dwells on the earth. Dr. Wagner said about this, but in practical ways, how we can do this today? Share the gospel for everyone. Well, I think I spoke quite a lot, you know, uh, and I mentioned Revelation uh, uh, 
the book of Revelation brings this issue to every tribe and tongue and people and you know and nation seven times. So the importance you know of the completeness of uh, uh, for this message to be sent to or to be spread in the whole globe, you know, uh, to every corner as as salvation, as victory, as judgment is on our behalf, that God wants to be on my side at the end. He wants to, to embrace me and to protect me with his covering justice, you know, so that I can be secure. <clears throat> uh, how can I do it? Where I am, first and foremost, you know, inside <clears throat> my family, my house, with my friends and then in the in the circle of influence where i work and if i'm traveling <clears throat> if i'm visiting someone uh the gospel needs a voice and not just uh, my presence which is very very important you know you being transparent and you being uh very authentic <clears throat> i'm sorry in your christian life but also your voice of witnessing and saying you know god has done this for me god has rescued me god in christ has delivered me from these accidents you know has healed me from this sickness has protected me has provided for me plus he covers my sins even when i'm thinking uh thoughts that are not uh uh that i should not be thinking you know he covers he forgives me he gives me another chance so Okay. Yeah, I mean, thank you. I think it's it's very difficult um, for me to understand how to talk about the message of the three angels um, or the messages to people who don't believe in God at all. Yeah. yeah. I think if you just plainly tell them the things maybe that you just said, they will they will say okay so what if it was just luck and uh i don't know i have a good life like why do i need god <laughs> i mean i need many people that think like that yeah sophie has lived in so many countries i know her family so involved in this work of sharing with other people people from different faiths uh and then uh just um, meeting the challenge well time has just uh pass by quickly and we have a tradition at the end uh, before we dismiss and that is uh, we like to learn how to say happy sabbath which is a tradition in adventism everywhere in different languages so uh could you guys teach us and uh, give you some time to think uh sophie probably knows it in several languages Wagner, uh, the same, uh, and, and everyone actually, Fabrice, too. So let's say, uh, Fabrice, I'm guessing you're gonna teach us in French. Uh, no, no, <laughs> okay. I'm from the German part of Switzerland, so oh, it's that's, that's fine. Yeah, um, that would be a schöner Sabbat. All right, Sophie, uh, what language have you picked? Um, so in French it would be Joyeux Sabbat. So my dad is French. Um, in Croatian it would be Subotni Blagoslav. And in German it would be Gesegneten Sabbat. <laughs> and what okay. about Russian, uh, Sophie? Which one? In Russian. 
<laughs> I don't speak Russian. <laughs> Dr. Kundas, how does how is it in Russian? Well, there is a couple of different expressions. Could be Shisliva uh, Soboda, something like that, and um, yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this episode. We'll see you next week. On behalf of our producer, Lucas Moreira, and all of us, thanks for joining Global Bible Study. We highly recommend that you study this topic in depth with your study guide. Don't forget to follow and interact with us on social media, on Instagram at World Christianity. Until next time.